Hi there, it is Melissa. Welcome to my podcast and welcome to 2022. Happy New Year. Um, so I wanted to do this episode just to kind of close off the new year for myself and, you know, hopefully this gives some insight or inspiration to you and this is why I share these podcasts. But yeah, 2022 and I've been thinking a lot about my future now and especially now being a new mom. Um, I gave birth to a beautiful, wonderful, and spunky little boy in June. So he's six months and it's been a wild ride. And, and so, yeah, 2021 was the best year of my life, but it was also probably the most difficult year of my life too. Um, my pregnancy in the late stages was very stressful and my birthing uh, experience didn't go as I wanted to. And I ended up having to birth on my own. Um, my doula went to the wrong hospital. I know, I don't know how she did that. And, um, the father of the baby showed up late, which is fine. Cause I, you know, like I even told him, don't worry about it. Go, go do your thing. I'm sure it'll be hours before the baby comes. And of course that doesn't happen. So, um, you know, he hurried back, but just not in time. So, um, and that was the birthing experience was some experience. I mean, I've never, the sounds that I was making, I've never heard in my life before. I almost, it was like so primal and crazy and loud that I don't think I scared myself. Actually, I think I was like very surprised I was able to scream like that. Um, but I am extremely proud that I was able to go through that experience on my own because it, it takes a lot of mental work. I mean, I had to just tell myself to keep pushing and that doctor, I had one doctor in the room and, um, you know, God bless her. I was cursing at her the entire time and telling her, don't tell me what to do, uh, whenever the contractions happen and when it, when they were gone, I was, I kept apologizing. So it was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, it was an amazing experience. Not amazing in that it was like, oh, it felt great. Obviously, me explaining right now, it didn't feel great. But it was just, I don't know how to describe it. It was amazing. And and oddly enough, I wasn't even scared during it. I was scared leading up into it before the contractions even happened. Because I wasn't, you know, because I'm like waiting for it to happen. Which is kind of funny, right? Like the human brain and how it works. Like when you're in the moment, you're never really like scared. But when you're, when that moment is coming when you know it's going to come, but you're not sure when you're like deathly afraid. And so, um, yeah. And then postpartum was also very hard for me. Um, definitely thinking that I was struggling with postpartum depression, which, you know, I think is 
pretty normal for most women. And I'm not saying normal as in like, oh, you're fine. Normal as in it's like a very common occurrence, which, you know, because of that, I think every woman should be prepared to have a good support system. Um, I'm lucky that I had, you know, my two girlfriends on phone call, you know, because of COVID and just like everything going on, people weren't feeling particularly safe, like coming in and out and neither did I, you know, like I didn't want to get sick while being postpartum. So yeah, um, postpartum was very hard for me. And I think in the third month, you know, three months postpartum is when I start to feel much better. And I have to say that, and, and I tell this to all my friends that, you know, all of the awareness and the tools that I had to build that awareness with my mind and body and the work I do professionally helped tremendously in my recovery. And I think even during my birthing process and leading up to my birthing process, it just helped me for the whole entire experience. Um, because I think without it, I wouldn't have recovered in three months. I feel like it would have lingered much longer. Um, and so I'm truly just like patting myself on the back and so grateful that I have my movement practice, moving my mind and body. And, and that's the thing, you know, I am grateful that I have that for my pregnancy, but I, I realized that those practices are important for everybody in every difficult and challenging moment of their life. And even now as a mom, you know, <laughs> for some of you guys, if you guys follow me on Instagram, yeah, it might look like, cause I always get this comment. They're like, Oh, you make mom who looks so easy. And Oh, Forrest is such a good baby. And to be quite honest, we have difficult moments too. There are times where he just like is being such a little brat. I mean, he's six months old, so he's not being a brat, but he's just like frustrated and doesn't know how to communicate it to me and, or, and I'm not getting it right. And so he's like crying or yelling and, and, and I feel like I'm going to like rip my hair out. And I, I, you know, and sometimes if he yells all day, by the end of the day, I'm yelling too. And so, you know, we have her moments and it's not perfect, but it's just not, it's just that I'm not going to like whip out my camera and like record us during those moments because I'm trying to, again, just like trying to be a mom, be present with him and trying to get through that moment. So yeah, it's definitely challenging. Motherhood is challenging. And and I think, again, with my practices, having that awareness and all the tools has really provided me a way to be the mom that I want to be. I I feel like when it comes to being a mom, I'm in a pretty good place. You know, I don't feel much mom guilt, which... I don't think that ever goes away. You know, when you experience something new and and you're in charge of another human being, you're going to feel some of that guilt. And that's just human nature. But it doesn't consume me, you know. And I think that's the whole point of having a practice or, or awareness of your thoughts, your mind, your body, and being in tune to that because not just with momhood, but with any new adventure or new 
new job or new role or new relationship or new anything, you know, you're going into it without, with uncertainty, right? You don't know how everything's going to turn out, but if you know yourself, you understand, you know, what your values are, the kind of person you want to be, and you have all the tools and the resources to help you to keep that awareness going, then you can move forward with confidence and it becomes easier, not perfect, but it becomes easier to go through all of those experiences being the best version of yourself. And you can always look back and be like, oh, you know, that was really hard, but you know, I did it in a way that I, I would have wanted to. So yes. And, and that is how I made it through 2021 into, into 2022. And so now for this year, you know, I want to continue building on that, but now I also want to expand on building, you know, on different goals and goals in the areas of my work life and my own um, personal movement practice. And that is because now, you know, like 2021, I spent most of my time preparing myself to be a mom. And then after that, you know, being a mom and then being able to work and just sustain my my relationship with myself, with the practice that I have. And so now I feel like I'm in a pretty good place. And this year I want to work on expanding and growing myself um, in my own personal movement practice, but also in the work that I offer uh, to my clients and to you guys. And so that is my plan for 2022. And I don't know. I feel like I've been talking a lot. Um, yeah, you know, I, I feel like maybe I said it earlier, maybe I didn't, but honestly, I think to live the life that you want, I think the most important thing is that you're taking care of yourself, that you're really nurturing your relationship. And, you know, I'm kind of, uh, or I was kind of going into ancestral healing where, um, ancestral healing is saying that, you know, trauma from your ancestors have been passed down through generations and to us, you know, and, and I believe in that because when you experience an emotion that is a physical reaction and hormones happening inside of your body and when that constantly happens it starts to become a become you know it's in your body it's in your cells I don't know the science terms obviously you're listening to me stumble with my words but when it happens in your body it's in your body and if it's in your body it's being passed on to the next generation when that person has a baby, right? And it just continues on. And there's a lot of interesting research out there on it. So if you want to look it up, you can look it up. But um, I think, where was I going with this? Um, maybe I was, <laughs> maybe I was talking about um, building that relationship with yourself. So yes, um, you know, 
for me with my ancestral trauma, I, I noticed, and it could be wrong, but it worked for me. And I don't want to say it could be wrong. It worked for me. It, it was for me. And so I recognize that I've always had this, um, I guess like people would always say that I'm very emotional and I always sense that. But as I started to become more aware of my mind and body and just understanding my feelings a little bit more, I started to see patterns, you know, patterns in my behaviors that would elicit certain emotions. And I recognized how that every time something small would happen that didn't go my way, I would immediately cycle into this doomsday of just thoughts and also these emotions would just come flooding over me. And it didn't make sense in this situation. Like it could have been something, I'm kind of embarrassed to admit it, but this will be, I guess I'm just sharing it so to maybe help you or somebody who's listening to this. But I remember once where um, I was at the grocery store and I was with this person and the person was like, you know, do you want to get anything at the store? And I said, no. And then they're like, okay. And they said it so like matter of factly and like, you know, and then walked off that I don't know why, but it made me really emotional. I was also pregnant too at that time, but it made me really emotional to the point that I like start crying. Like I, I couldn't hold it in and, um, it could have been hormones, but I can think of a million more other examples while I wasn't pregnant that that happened or something similar like that happened. And I realized that, you know, every time something didn't go my way, anything, even if it was small, the idea of that made me feel rejected. And it just immediately elicited this intense emotion. And I remember talking to my father about his childhood when he was younger. And I realized that he spent a lot of time feeling, fighting uh, with other people all the time. Like even as a kid, he was telling me he got into tons of fights because he was saying pretty much that he was always rejected, you know? And so he would always had to prove his worth. And, and I could still sense that in him. And I'm pretty sure that that same feeling of rejection and needing to prove oneself that intensely happened uh, to to the generation before, you know, because just looking at my family and how they interact and some of their patterns, I can see it. And so knowing that um, has allowed me to heal some of the patterns that I have inherited. And I don't want to go too much more into this because I feel like I, you know, I'm not an expert in this. I have just, you know, dug into my patterns and my feelings, knowing and reading some information that I have not studied years for, but it made sense to me and it worked for me. And um, it's really 
empowered me in a way where now every time I feel um, rejected or things don't go my way, I, I take a beat. You know, I pause and then I kind of think about the situation and I'm able to let it go. And there are plenty of times where, you know, I didn't have time to do that. But now because I've been practicing it so well, I notice that I'm less phased by a lot of things that would really trigger me. So long story, even longer. Um, yeah. Having that relationship with yourself because ultimately, you know, the more you know yourself, the more you're able to see others for who they are, right? Um, you're able to see past, you're actually able to see because you're not constantly reactive and triggered by your own insecurities, but also you're probably going to be able to see their insecurities, their triggers, and maybe be able to, you know, help them um, or you know, create a boundary so they don't, they don't drain you. And so I think this is really important and an important and valuable tool that everyone should have and whatever that practice looks for you, right? You know, whether you have a therapist, whether you do journaling practices, whether you do your research like I do and just kind of dig and, you know, learning to break these patterns, whatever it is that works for you, um, it's definitely good to have one. And so, um, yeah, I don't know what else to say because I, you know, when I first started this podcast, um, I really did this to just be able to speak my truth and get more comfortable in doing that. And also just to put my thoughts out there and be okay with it. Cause I think a lot of the times, you know, I mean, unless you're a personal friend of mine, you've heard a lot of my rants, but other than that, I am a pretty, I keep my thoughts to myself on the things that I believe, unless I know that you're into it too, or unless you are a close and intimate person to me. And so, um, yeah, I wanted to share this more because I hope one day to be able to speak on these topics and to help more people and to become a, a, an actual teacher. And um, yeah, and that's how it started. And it's kind of evolved from me talking about, I mean, I'm sure if I go back, I, I can find a lot of moments where I just felt really depressed. And then I think there are moments where I was working with a coach or attending some workshops and talking about those experiences. And then, um, and then now I'm at this place where ultimately I've kind of summarized my entire podcast and saying that this is all just about building a relationship with yourself. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's been an interesting past couple of years. And, you know, if you're doing this work or if you're starting, um, I applaud you because it's very hard work. 
And it's work that should never stop. You know, it should be work that continues. And as you continue, it becomes, I won't say easier, but it just becomes, I don't know, it becomes this, this deeper practice and this deeper knowing in you. And so then you're able to continue and you're also wanting to continue because you're curious and you, you're open now and you see your potential to continue to do this work. But it is definitely, you know, a lot of work, regardless of who you are, where you, what kind of life you lived and, you know, whatever is happening in your life. It's hard, you know, to have to dig that deeply within yourself, but it's very rewarding. And so, you know, I, I guess that's how I want to end this podcast. (laughs) Um, so I wish you a wonderful new year. If you are looking to see what's going on in my life, and if you want to see some videos of my adorable son occasionally, um, you can find us on my Instagram account. It is I, Melissa, Melissa with two L's and one S, Chung, C-H-U-N-G on Instagram. And if you are interested in working with me, I'm a movement coach. Um, I have a background in yoga, animal flow, and I am a mobility specialist, FRC, and I also do meditation. And so I use all of those tools to help my clients move better physically, but also mentally. And I help them to connect with themselves more. And so, um, It's work that I truly love doing, and it is such a gift that I am able to do this as work. Like, this is what I call work, and it's amazing. And so if you're looking for help, I would love to help you. Um, If not, that is fine, too. Um, I wish you well. I wish you more health and abundance of love and laughter and growth for 2022. And I don't know why, but I'm like waving bye to you guys when you guys can't see it. But goodbye and have a good evening or morning or afternoon, whatever time you're listening listening to this. And I'm ending it here. <laughs>